Good morning, everyone. We're thinking about this portion of Scripture in Second Peter chapter 1, and I just want to read verses 5 to 7. Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. We spent a few sessions thinking about the benefits and background to these eight things that are the essential ingredients, so to say, of a beautiful life, a life where the love of God is manifest. I'd like to ask you this morning, whether you are a Christian or not, are you really wanting to live life to the full and in all its abundance? If you are a Christian, then it's only available to the diligent, for that is the prerequisite that enables this life to be fully experienced by you and me. If you're not a believer, however, and have never started on this road of the blessed life, then listen, please, to what I'm about to tell you about faith, for it is the only way of true blessing. There are eight beautiful things here. Faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness and love. As we've seen, eight in Scripture is the number of new creation. If you're a Christian, you're part of God's new creation. It's that sphere in which Christ is everything. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. When you think of it, the old things, your old life, the physical, natural and temporal life that we all have experienced, it's marred and marked by sin, sorrow, disappointment and death. And for unbelievers, what then? Separation forever from everything that is good and from the God who loves you and sent his Son in order to give you eternal life. Think of it. I'd like to say, dear listener, this morning, this new creation that God has made, which was forged and formed at Calvary by the Lord Jesus, it's the only life that's worth living. It commences with saving faith, continues with an ever-increasing experience of divine love and culminates in transporting us into that everlasting kingdom where sin, sorrow, death and separation are gone forever and where Jesus reigns supreme. What a wonderful future. But what I want us Christians to see is that as we live out our faith in this world, God desires that we become more and more like Jesus, his own beloved son. To all true believers, he has given everything that is needed to produce that beautiful life in us, that abundant life that glorifies him, enriches us and blesses all around us. So the starting point of this God-like life, this life that is a joy to behold, is faith. It is the foundation stone upon which this beautiful life is built, and without which there is no beautiful life and never can be. Please understand, faith isn't just an intellectual acceptance of truth. Neither is it just a momentary thing that we have at conversion. Faith is that, but it's far more than that. Initial faith is that moment when, so to say, the light goes on in your previously darkened heart, and you see yourself as God sees you a sinner in, need, in, in his sight and desperately in need of his salvation. At that moment, 
You received Jesus into your heart and life to be your Lord, Master and Saviour. In that moment, a work of God's grace is established in your soul. Your sins are all forgiven, you have peace with God, and you begin that blessed journey that ultimately leads to heaven and your everlasting home. Wonderful. However, that faith that you now possess, or perhaps more importantly possesses you, is a living, active, growing, increasing experience of your God, the one in whom your faith is now fixed and established. Scripture says, doesn't it, on several occasions, the just shall live by faith. That, that is, not only that you have initially received life by this act of faith, but it's the means by which your life is constantly lived a trust and a confidence in the living God, whose you are and whom you serve. Without this genuine faith, it would be impossible for these things that we're talking about to be in you and abound, as the scripture says. So having looked a little at faith, the foundation stone of this new creation, next time, God willing, we'll look at some of the other characteristics of that beautiful life that's available to us all. As I leave you, I'd like to remind you of a, a true story I think I mentioned previously. Some Christian missionaries were taking the gospel to a remote area and having trekked for days upon days, they eventually came to a poor village. They began telling the people about Jesus and his great love for them. The chief stopped them and told the missionaries that many years previously, Jesus had visited them. Well, they were stunned. Upon inquiry, they discovered that a missionary had been there and that his love and kindness had so impressed these people that they thought these missionaries were talking about him. Dear child of God, what do people around you think about you? What do my neighbours and associates think about me? We can be like Jesus. There's a little chorus that we used to sing many years ago. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. All his wondrous compassion and purity. O oh, thou spirit divine, all my nature refine, till the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. Is that your prayer today? God bless his word to you.